ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Elmore deep left side three and good. From 30 feet, John Elmore. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into this Friday, February 22nd edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for joining me. We had a busy day yesterday. I think we've got almost as busy of a day today. Yesterday, we heard from Huntington Mayor Steve Williams. Heard a little bit about the announcement that the property has been purchased for Marshall to build a baseball park. And if you missed any of that, I invite you to go back to the podcast at WRVC.com. Also on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, tune in. You can also find us on all those platforms. And you can hear a lot of it. Now, earlier today, I was thinking... How amazing would it just be, just how amazing would it be to see Jack Cook out there when that stadium opens? And we're going to hear his speech a little bit later on. We had his interview yesterday, but I didn't get a chance to play back what he said when they brought him up on stage. And he was pretty funny. He's still sharp. He... I think has gone through this before, and this is probably the first time that there's really a true ray of hope that Marshall's going to build a baseball park. And my thoughts are on this. One, my hat's off to Mike Cameron. I told him that yesterday. I said, you know, this is a great day for you. And he immediately said, this is a great day for all of us. So he's not looking for individual praise, but I'm going to give it to him anyway because – I think he was very smart in how he handled this. Didn't just look for a piece of property and say, okay, here it is. Where's the baseball park? I think he was patient. He wasn't idle, but he was patient, waiting for the right property, the right opportunity to open up. And I think it's very fortunate that he was able to partner up with Steve Williams, mayor of Huntington, Because where they're going to locate that ballpark is pretty good. That's a pretty great location, actually. And it connects the campus, and it's starting to build more of an athletic complex. And I can't wait to see what they do with it in the next 5, 10, 15 years. Because you have opportunity. You connect more of these parcels together, and you have an opportunity to really create a a, a great campus, a great opportunity for students to be connected to these athletic venues. Now, 3,500 seats, I think that's about right for what you're doing, college baseball. I think that's about right. I don't think you want to go any further. Maybe 4,000, sure. Why not? We're just getting greedy at that point. But I think 3,500, that, that's pretty good. I think it will take care of demand, allow some growth opportunities. But at the end of the day, I think I appreciate how they went about this just to make sure – that it made sense where the ballpark was going to go. And it made sense from a campus point of view, from a city point of view. And I hope that that area becomes developed more because there's so many opportunities there. Retail, hotel, entertainment, restaurants, office space, so many things you could do there. And I'd like to see a hotel there. I really would. That, convention center, something like that. There are some 
things that still need to be done. Now the work's not done, but here it is. Here's the property. That's always been the big problem is we're going to put this thing. And now you've got an opportunity to put it right next to campus, and it's going to be close for students. It's going to be close for the student athlete, for one. Here, you've got an on-campus facility coming. For those who are going to be here when Marshall Baseball opens up that stadium, and I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Hamrick's uh, deadline, 2021. We're going to play some football, and then we're going to get ready for some basketball season, and then in 2021 we're going to play some baseball. And it's just going to be one continuous cycle of something to do. So I'm pretty... I'm pretty excited for for really everyone involved here. And I know it's it's something we've heard before, but at the same time, it's progress. And at the end of the day, you've got to tip your cap off to them. And you know what's funny? I'm going to get on a platform here. I'm just going to get on my soapbox, so you've been warned. I thought it was funny. Everyone who's involved excited this is going to happen. And I know Marshall Athletics shared their their pictures of it in the event. I know the city of Huntington and some other entities, they shared on social media. And I'm not one to, to really read the comments because I'm using social media differently than you are. You know, hey, oh, some, some news happened. Let me check it out. But I started to see the comments – of those naysayers, those people who have nothing better to do or are envious, jealous, or just, well, they're disgusted with their lives. I don't know what the problem is. But those naysayers were jumping on and just hammering this thing. Okay, why are you hammering this thing? Well, that money should have been spent toward fire engines. I know there's a problem with the fire department, and I know that, but... That's not the point of this money from America's um, best communities. There were specific projects that were outlined. Here's what we are targeting. Here is our approach to making this a better community, and this is one of those targeted projects. So, no, you can't just use that money and go, hey, you know what? We got some potholes here. That's not the intention of that money when you apply for that grant. It's like me applying for a grant to go to Marshall and then, me taking that grant money and, oh, I don't know, buying an Xbox. No, it's not not meant for that. It's not meant for your personal entertainment. It's not meant for anything else other than you applying that to your tuition. You want to go to Marshall University? Here's the money. Oh, you can't go use it on, um, I don't know, tires. So I was kind of laughing at that a little bit. Like, what what is, what is wrong with you? You don't know after all this time what that competition was about and what this money is for. And I just wonder if there's a PR problem going on here that is just basically people who are just mad. People just mad. Why are you so angry? This is a good thing. And I saw some other silly things like we're taking property away where, you know, jobs used to be. There haven't been jobs used with that property for I don't know how long. This is actually creating jobs. You're going to have construction jobs. You're going to have jobs that follow because it's just the beginning of developing that area and that property. This is going to be an anchor, a cornerstone to the project because there will be more things that go in over there. I don't think it's just going to be a ballpark 
a parking lot and some barren land. I think there's really going to be a push to develop that area of Huntington. And so I saw that on social media. I'm thinking, what are you, again, what jobs have we taken away? Why are you, why are you looking for excuses to, to jump on this thing? And you can do one thing and still try to address other problems. You don't just go, okay, well, we can't focus on a baseball park until we fix this and fix that. You can do it all at the same time. You can do it all. And this is a Marshall University project. This is the city of Huntington assisting Marshall University, and it will be used for other things other than Marshall Baseball. Marshall Baseball is going to be the priority. It's a Marshall Baseball stadium. But you're going to see youth tournaments. You're going to see other kinds of baseball being played there. Hopefully, maybe a minor league baseball team after Marshall Baseball season is over. And I think that's great. That's really the way you should do it. Marshall Baseball, and then after Marshall Baseball is done, you can have a short season, minor league baseball team. You bring them in, and you've got baseball for the summer months. I think that's that's brilliant. It makes perfect sense for the property. You get more use out of it. You've got something happening, summer activity. Come on. Wouldn't you love to take your kids to a baseball game? Honestly, think about it. You're looking for something to do with your kids? There's a baseball game on a Thursday night? Take your kid to the game. I'm not saying go every night, but I'm sure it's going to be affordable. And if it's not, we'll make it affordable. We'll find a way to make it affordable for you. There's always uh, ticket specials and promotions and everything else that go along with these type of things. So there's so many positive outcomes for this. And I just sat there, thought to myself, this is the most ridiculous trolling I've seen. And I've seen a lot of ridiculous trolling. Trust me, I have seen amateurs, professionals, all troll. Not very well, but they have trolled. And this was just, this was Bush League trolling at its finest. The fact that someone would want to jump on this project and think, oh, this is a bad thing. Why Why is the Huntington... Why is Huntington getting involved with this? Why is the city spending money on this? Well, that money isn't directly into the coffers of the city of Huntington, to be honest with you. It's a grant. This is one of the items that were on the grant. This is what we want to do to make Huntington better, revitalize Huntington. This is part of the grant, so that money going towards what it was applied for. Baseball Park was part of it. And it's honestly... It's a great item for quality of life. I've talked about that for several years now. Quality of life. All right, I'm going to hit the first break. We'll come back. I'm going to try to get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the show here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan, and we take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Now, uh, we're going to real estate school. I've got Parker Ward with me on the program now, and of course, you know a lot more about real estate than I do. So, sir, I cede the floor to you because you've got some insight on really maybe to help clarify how this property uh, got acquired 
for Marshall University. Sure, Paul. Uh, first of all, great great week for Marshall, but this project's been going on for you know, years. I'm, I'm just, the Flint Group property has been there, and um, when they officially, as the mayor said yesterday, decided to sell, that was the official notice that they wanted to sell, but uh, the, the, the real credit should go to the Huntington Municipal Development Authority's director and board uh, for working on this for years. And that's the same entity that has sold the lots out at Kinetic Park where Goldie Auto and the hotels, and they sold the property down by uh, uh, the Little League field to level one. But that group was able to negotiate with the Flint group a remediation process for the environmental issues, which are all over Huntington. I mean, when you get into commercial property, that's just part of the package. The university was hoping that that could be cleared up in the deal. Now, Huntington Business Municipal Development Authority was actually the purchaser. Uh, It looks like Marshall's purchaser, but they will be the tenant and they will eventually get the property. But it, it, a lot of people work together um, on that. And I don't think, personally, that that group got as much credit. Now, the it was several hundred thousand in environmental work that went into it. And then the American Best Cities money, it, it, it was earmarked for three areas of the community, which was the High Lawn area, uh, the... Uh, Hal Greer Corridor uh, improvements, and then the, the Internet Broadband and the West End development. So it met the categories. Uh, it, it wasn't for fire trucks. It wasn't for other things, but it met the categories. But that group worked tirelessly for years trying to get it figured out. And, and unfortunately, I'm not as optimistic with the ACF property uh, just because they – they know they've got problems, and the Flint Group addressed their problem. And that is probably, the, in a nutshell, how it happened. And Marshall's going to be the recipient of a lot of work, a lot of citizens. And um, and Marshall has to raise money and build a stadium and, and take care of it. So uh, hats off to a lot of people that um, probably didn't get recognized as much yesterday. But uh, great day, great week, and, and great Great, great things ahead for that baseball program and how they've done it for so many years, even competing, driving to Charleston, driving back, going out Route 2. This will be great for Huntington. It'll be economic impact down there. It'll be very positive. So uh, that just is a little, you know, kind of who bought it. So anyway, great show, like always. So. A little inside baseball knowledge, if you will, right? Well, yeah. I think it's important to know that the you know a lot of citizens of Huntington, they're not baseball people, uh, were the minds behind uh, the purchase, and you know then when the purchase started to come to reality, Marshall was is the one that really needed you know the acreage uh, to to be able to you know have that piece of the puzzle that they've needed for years. So yeah, Steve has been in there fighting for it and uh he sits on that board uh and that board kept it pretty close to the vest for years and and uh now it's uh now it's time to probably thank them and 
and and pat them on the back and say, well, job well done. And uh, that Ingram Barge property is going to close uh, also. It's about 25 acres. And, you know, hopefully the ACF property can come around and uh, maybe something can happen there. But uh, the good thing is, is that they got they got step one out of the way. And, uh, and Mike has a, a great two-year plan to, you know, build the facility and, and get it open for uh, in two years. So, uh, you know, hats off to Marshall and Dr. Gilbert. They were all involved. I'm not taking anything away from them, but um, uh, it, was, it was a lot of people behind the scenes uh, that, that really made it happen. Yeah, I don't think anyone's taking credit for monument building here. I think it's just there's a lot of people involved and we all want to see it happen, come to fruition, because if anything, this is the athletic program that has needed the facility the most. This is the athletic program that has done the most with the, the least. And this is the one thing I think, once it comes to fruition, benefits Huntington so much more, even more than the football stadium did Marshall football years ago. I think this really brings so many more options to the community not just for Marshall University, but for Huntington. I mean, I'm sure property value goes up. I'm sure it's making Huntington a more attractive uh, community to to come to, to relocate to, to to come and work in, or just quality of life issues. Because, hey, look, a Friday night, what are you going to do downtown Huntington? Oh, you know what? We could take the uh, kids and go down and catch a baseball game. You know, the herds in town. Uh, exactly. Or, hey, we've got summer baseball, so there's some baseball going on. Kids love baseball. That yeah, I don't buy into that. The that the that you know baseball's dying. I, kids love baseball. Just introduce them to the game; they'll love it. If you're going to have a well-rounded university and, and an athletic program and compete in a conference USA and not have a baseball facility, it's just unfortunate that uh, that it's taken this long. But it, it's going to happen. But one other point with the municipal development story. If you looked around town over the last five years and you saw those uh, flowering baskets hanging from, you know, uh, you know stay at light stands and stuff down on Third, Fourth, Fifth Avenue, that was that was just some behind the scenes things that they they have done over the years, and you just don't you just don't know who does that. You, you think somebody did it, but uh, but uh, Tom Bell was the retiring executive director of that group. Lisa Riley, just that whole board has done a fantastic job. And so uh, my hat's off to those guys, and uh, hopefully more great great things to come. So uh, everybody have a good weekend. Thanks, Parker. Appreciate it. Parker knows a lot more about real estate than I do and than probably most of us, so it was uh, good hearing from him on this issue. And, you know, you got to give your hats off to everybody. This is not a one-person-did-it project, and hopefully I don't think anyone's really thinking that. But there are a lot of people who should get the credit they deserve because, honestly, this has been the most ridiculous oversight in so many generations. And thankfully, you've got now a mayor who had a vision, an athletic director who had a vision, and then they were able to get together and work it out and then work with everyone else involved with the city to make it happen. I mean, this is, it's a baseball park. At the end of the day, it's a baseball park. It's a place to go play baseball. But you've got a Division I university, and you've got Division I athletics. And yes, Marshall University's primary job is to educate students, 
but there's also the student athletic experience, and athletics are a part of the fabric of the college experience. And think about it. Hey, you're going to have a on-campus facility. These kids are going to play an on-campus stadium that's going to be pristine. It's going to be brand new, and it's going to be theirs, their facility. And I think you build the program that way. And then people will be able to come and support it. They don't have to drive 50 miles out of their way to go watch a baseball game. Now, it's okay to do that now. You know, if you, you road trip to Pittsburgh, you road trip to Cleveland, you road trip to Cincinnati, and that's cool. You're, you know, you're going to catch one of those games, a pro game, and that's cool. And sometimes, yeah, you might road trip to Charleston and go catch a West Virginia Power game, and that's cool. I've done, I've done that a couple of times. But you want to do that on a constant basis? The road trip to catch the herd, it's kind of it's kind of hard to do that. So all around, I'm I'm happy. I've been complaining about this for more years than I care to remember. And I can't complain anymore because it's gotten taken care of. And Mike Hamrick said, look, here's the timetable. I'm not just announcing this because I want everyone to feel good. Here's the timetable. 2021, we want to start breaking ground soon. We're going to need your donations soon. And after this, I mean, there's some other things I think they can probably get done. i still like to see a, uh, a, a full-service tennis complex. But baseball needs this, I think, first. And then maybe you get something for tennis. And then you circle back around and, and you take care of some of your other sports. I'd love to see some some improvement that way. How great would that be? Turn that into just a on campus, a great campus area for athletics, and it's all connected. So students who are on campus, and that's another thing. For those students who stick around, this gives them something to do. Now, I know Marshall sometimes is a commuter university, and you take off, you go home, I don't know. Watch the man hillbillies on a Friday night play football. You're going back home. I don't know why you don't stick around. There's laundromats here. We've got plenty of laundromats. Kids go home, do their laundry. I get it. It's okay. But this really, I think, helps enhance the uh, the quality of life in Huntington. We'll take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We've got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Life. Whole true, great taste, only 96 calories. The original life beer at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. To join us on this edition of The Drive, I'm your host, Paul Swan, on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So we've been talking about baseball, but we haven't talked about baseball because uh, the herd was in action today. Thundering herd beat Iona nine to eight. So there you go, take that. And you know what? Marshall softball has been doing pretty good as well. Thundering herd. They split day one at the Holy City Showdown. They're eight and four now. 
uh, that's a pretty good record. So they lost game two to Iowa State one to nothing, but they beat UMass Lowell four to three in eight innings. They trail one to nothing through most of the game, and then uh, they get a two RBI double and they take off. So Thunder here softball is doing pretty good right now, and uh, baseball with the victory today over Iona nine to eight. That's pretty solid. I, I think so anyway. I will say this. I expect this out of Marshall softball. I think Megan Smith has has fit right in. She has taken over a softball program where you expect this kind of quality. And they're solid right now. Eight and four, okay, I'm good with that. I'm totally good with that. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But that's the kind of program that I think we all expect for softball. Always good, contender winning a lot of games, always right there for a shot at the conference championship. They're going to win the majority of their games. They're going to play tough. They're going to be one of the best programs on campus. You expect that from from softball. And I hope here in the next few years, baseball with facilities now can, one, attract those players that they desperately need, but two, take care of the players who have committed you imagine how hard it is to recruit right now? If you are recruiting for Marshall baseball, how do you do that? And you gotta you gotta give a lot of credit to to Coach Wagner because um, that's a that's a feat of magic there. Yeah, we um, we've been thinking about a baseball park here for a while, but but we're gonna play here. We're gonna travel here. We're gonna travel all over West Virginia, and we're gonna play. We're going to travel all these great Conference USA cities, and um, we're going to play 50 miles away from our home base, but that's okay. And we're going to be treated like um, people who are renting the ballpark. We're not going to be the primary tenant. And that's no disrespect to the West Virginia Power, but at the end of the day, the West Virginia Power got to take care of the West Virginia Power, right? So who's the priority? That stadium was built for the West Virginia Power. They're They're the priority there. It's their ballpark. Their show must go on. So get in, get your get your game, and then get out. I mean, they've been pretty pretty gracious over the years how they have um, rented the stadium and had the arrangement with Marshall. But it's time. It really is. It's time to get out of there. And you can go up there and you play a game. Yeah, you play West Virginia, and that's cool. And then maybe you go to Beckley, you play a game. I don't know how much traveling I do, though. Maybe that first couple of seasons, like, yeah, no. Uh, we'll go to Charleston and play Mountaineers for the Charleston fans. And that's it. Everything else is in here in Huntington. We're playing it all here. We'll play our road games, but no more taking conference games elsewhere. I wouldn't do that. Now, if they do, they're going to have their reasons, and I'm not going to argue with them, but you get that facility built, oh, yeah. No, no more no more traveling. We'll come to Beckley. Go to Beckley now and then. Make sure you take care of Beckley. You know, play Virginia Tech there or something. I don't know. Play them one time. Make, make, it, make it nice because those folks took care of you. Take care of those folks. They took care of you. Play the Mountaineers in Charleston. I, I, would, I would actually say, though, look, uh, we play in Morgantown. We play in Charleston, and uh, we're going to play in Huntington. We'll play three. What do you say? Oh, um, not coming, Huntington? Okay. We're not coming to Morgantown. 
you get a facility here that's a well, it's going to be one of the best in the state, and it's going to be class act all the way. So I don't think there'll be any problem there. I'm probably just starting something I shouldn't be, but yeah, think about that though. Some of the better programs now, you have a a, a good facility, and so. I mean, if you're a quality program, you're not going to go play in sub-quality facilities, sub-par facilities. You're not going to do that. Really. Why would you do that? Why would you take your program to, say, a sub-par facility? And I'm not talking about a smaller facility. I'm talking sub-par. I'm talking, you know, I don't know, porta-potties. That's what I'm talking about. Take your um, take your program to places where the facilities are up the code, up the standard, whatever adjective you want to throw in there, and that's going to open up the door. I think really, think about it. Going to have a facility you can bring t- better teams in. It's going to attract more people to your stadium. See the herd play baseball. You got something to sell your recruits on now? I mean, actually, tangible. Here it is. Here, you, you don't believe me? Here's the shovel digging into the dirt. You don't believe me? Here it is. This is happening. It's going to be real. And I think it's done a, a world of good for, say, soccer. Soccer's got the new facility and. I think the men's program is really turning into a, a great program in Conference USA, and I think the women are going to be uh, pretty pretty good here. They're going to be a team that contends, and you got a great facility, you got a, a first class facility in soccer, and you're going to have a first class facility in baseball, and hopefully one day you can swing that around and and do something with basketball, and you can swing that around and. Maybe put some uh, some money into to the Joan, do something with football, swing it all around. Take care of your needs first, though. I think baseball, you definitely had to make sure that happened, and then you can swing back around. But it's all about giving student-athletes uh, an opportunity. That's it. That's really what it is. I mean, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about anybody. It's about them. Give them an opportunity. Give them what they need to uh, pursue their goals and – Give them first-class facility. They should not have to suffer. They should not, you know, none of the programs should have to suffer. And I know that might sound like a, a pitch for the big green. And I'll have Teddy Clumper back on, and he can make the pitch himself. But that's what the deal is. And I've always told you, not my job to sell tickets, but if you want something, here's what it's going to cost you. Not my job to tell you to go buy something or to spend your money. But. If this is what you want, this is what it costs. Plain and simple. It's easy. Hey, why doesn't Marshall have this? Well, can you afford to give more? Yeah, yeah, okay. Give more. Then they could go have that thing you want. And I know that's pretty simplistic. But at the end of the day, it ultimately comes down to uh, how much support can you give If you're a fan, a booster, if you're a booster, how much support can you give to support this thing that you love? And there's your answer. 
More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday, February 22nd edition. The Drive continues ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Hey, don't forget, tomorrow you've got basketball. Yeah, the men are not playing for another several days, but you've got basketball. It's all coming up starting tomorrow. Going to be over at the Cam Henderson Center. All going to start tomorrow in your afternoon. So Cam Henderson Center is the place to be for this one. So Thundering Herd taking on Western Kentucky, and that's coming up tomorrow. Plus, bonus play does begin in Conference USA. And let me run this down for you again. I've had to explain this to a couple of guys, actually. As people come into our office, they come by my desk, and I I do sort of like a mini sports talk show at my desk sometimes. I would actually record that, but, yeah, I don't want to put anyone on the spot. So uh, I've got the breakdown for you. Now, tomorrow is the start of bonus play, except for Marshall. Western Kentucky's at Old Dominion, and that's going to be on Stadium. And then UAB is going to be on Southern Miss's uh, court, and that's on Stadium on Facebook. And then FIU at FAU, that's going to be CUSA TV. Charlotte's at Middle Tennessee, and that's going to be on CUSA TV. North Texas at Louisiana Tech, CUSA TV. And Rice at UTEP, all on CUSA TV. Now, Marshall, Louisiana Tech. That's going to be on CUSA TV on Thursday, February 28th. Don't worry. We got it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. That's all you need to know. And then the Thundering Herd when they take on North Texas Stadium. And then when the Herd takes on FIU on March 6th, if you can't get to the game or you're not in market, meaning you're not here, ESPN Plus, and then the game on the 9th will be on stadium. So really, I don't know if CUSA TV offers a trial. I've never used the service, to be honest with you. If they offer a trial, take the trial. If not, listen to it right here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, I promised to you earlier we'd hear a little bit from Jack Cook. Now, yesterday I had an interview with him, talked to him about just the fact that he's getting the ballpark. I want to hear just a few minutes of him actually talking about the stadium itself after it was announced and they brought him on stage and put him up there at the podium. So I just want to hear a little bit from Coach Cook on the fact that this thing's finally going to happen. And I just thought it was funny that uh, Steve Williams said, hey, look, you, you got a couple of coaches' sons getting it done for you now. So we're going to get it done. Here is what uh, Coach Cook said, just a little bit of what he uh, said yesterday on the stage. Let me start a little bit here. When I first came to Marshall, uh, I was told that uh, you're going to get a new ball field pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) At about about, uh, eight or nine different sites that we come up with, uh, none of them seemed to we played at St. Cloud, we played on Norway Avenue, we played at uh, uh, just uh, every place. And I just, uh, I kept thinking, one of these days we're going to get a ball field. 
and uh, and I kept telling all these guys that we're going to get a ball field, and but they probably thought I was lying. <laughs> but uh, uh, I remember the field we had out at uh, on Norway Avenue. We had to go out there and lay down sod for the field. The field was in a big. Uh, dip and every time it rained we almost uh, we had really had a hard time playing games and everything but uh, it, it worked out for a while now I, I like I say I'm so glad now that uh, uh, coach Jeff Wagner will have some place to play and that will give him a, a fair chance of competing in this already tough uh, baseball conference and uh, uh, I just uh, hope we can. Now, Mike, Mike told me, he says, we were talking about the field, and he says, I said, well, we've been through a lot of different uh, uh, chances to get a field. And he says, you never had me as athletic director. <laughs> so evidently, things are pretty well on, on the line now. I just hope that. Uh, that we can get this field out, and so Coach uh, Wagner will have his own uh, field to play on, and uh, so he, so that he can actually uh, compete and not have to go to Charleston to stay all night in a motel. And uh, but uh, as you can see, I'm getting a little not getting along too well. I'll be 93 in uh, in uh, July, and uh, it's just uh, well. I, uh, one thing I want to tell Mike and everyone else is to get this field ready in a hurry. You know, as, as uh, Joe Nuxall used to say, old coach is around in third and heading for home. <laughs> 93 here in a few months. Wow, he's 92 now. He's, he's pretty sharp. So that's what he said a little bit of yesterday's speech from Coach Cook. And, of course, if you uh, want to hear the interview I had with him, you can go back to the podcast. You can download it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Tune in. You can find it on Spotify, of course, on WRVC.com. I suggest go to Apple Podcasts. That's uh, where I get my podcasts. And, of course, wherever you get your podcasts, we should be there. If we're not, tell them you want us there or just go go somewhere else. That's my best advice to you. Okay, so uh, coming up on Monday, we're going to look ahead. We can finally look ahead to what's happening with Marshall basketball as the Thundering Herd. We'll be making final preparations and then getting ready for bonus play. We'll already have one set of games in the books, so we'll go over what's happening in Conference USA with that. We'll look ahead to the week. We'll have women's basketball to talk about. We'll also get you caught up on softball, baseball as well. We've got a lot to get into, so uh, that's what the week is looking ahead We'll cover it all. We'll get you caught up next week, and so I'm looking forward to it as well. But, uh, yeah, it's been a pretty fun week. Baseball park coming 2021. My camera put a timetable on that. He's not doing that. 
he's just not dropping that and saying, look, here's when it's opening, 2021. He's not doing that if he hasn't the confidence to make that happen. So that'll be an amazing day, just the, the grand opening of that, the, the ribbon cutting, uh, groundbreaking, all of those the moments. That'll be, I think, a, a great day for Huntington, a great day for Marshall. And it'll benefit the community, really. It's going to have benefits for years to come. And that's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back on Monday, be at the Union Pub and Grill. I think Dave Walsh is going to join me. I told him he uh, must be nice to be retired, go play Pebble Beach when he wants to. He'll be back on Monday. So for Dave on Monday, I'm Paul. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Sports Station.